breathing is really a great bridge inside our our body. Mm-hmm. Hi everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to Uplift My Life Today podcast. I am Astuti and I'm your host and I'm very excited today to bring a topic that a lot of us take for granted. And what's that? It's breathing. <laughs> yes, it's breathing. And let me share with you a little bit of the context why. As some of you, if not all of you, know already by now, I experienced a burnout at the end of 2008. As part of my recovery process, gaining my life back, I worked with a therapist that was helping me to connect my body and my emotions. One of the main reasons why I had the burnout was because I was not able to understand my body. Actually, I was not listening to my body. Michelle Sabatini was my therapist and also a very dear friend of mine. When I first met Michelle, she did an in-depth analysis of my well-being and in this conversation, she asked me what I thought a very strange question. She asked me, are you breathing? Well, I'm alive in front of you. I'm not sure what your question means. <laughs> and the whole world opened up after that. So. There's a lot of things that we take for granted with this topic. And I am very grateful to have Michelle joining us to help us understand more about breathing and what it impacts our lives and well-being. So, welcome, Michelle. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So, before we go into the topic, would you mind sharing a little bit you know, information about you and what you do? So, I'm a, a bodywork therapist working here in Zurich, and uh, I teach my clients to be more aware of their body and so to be able through this awareness to understand the pattern that we all create in our daily life. In this sense, automatic patterns that can be tensions in our shoulders or an attitude that we have in certain situations or towards life, a way of thinking, and normally we notice the effect of those automatic patterns because problems or pains or, or uncomfort uh, rise from those situations. We are aware of the problem but not the part that we play on creating those mm. problems. I can give a simple example, for example, being very tense on the shoulders because it's automatic, we don't feel it, or we don't we are not aware. And maybe we are aware of the headaches or the pain in the neck. And uh, and the idea is to connect the problems with what we are doing in our prob- uh, our body. 
Another example is an attitude in certain situation. If mm-hmm. I'm a bit, let's say, mistrustful towards people because what happened in the past, yeah. then I will have a certain approach to people. Then they will also feel it, and then we will bring some dynamics that can create even more mistrust mm-hmm. in the relationship with other people. So we can notice that something is wrong without notice. Then actually we are participating to this by being, for example, a bit close or a bit defensive and so on. And because those things are often automatic because we learn it in the past. Yeah. Yeah, we are not aware of that. And my job is to help my clients to become more aware and then to be able to change those uh, patterns. Right. Say we hold ourselves in a way is very obvious. Yes. Yes, but actually what I do in the first session is I look at the feet of the people. Exactly, exactly. That's what it very <laughs> This is always a bit funny. <laughs> it's like I'm reading the feet. Yeah. <laughs> but actually it's just because how we stand in our feet <gasps> is really gives some kind of shape. Something is also there from the, the way we, we are burned. But then if we are very tense on the shoulder, we will stand in our feet in another in a certain way. Yes. And it will, for example, can create hard skin. And yes. this is give a sign or other kind of sign in the toes, mm-hmm. in the in the part under the toes and so on. And this gives some kind of indication that we can use then to describe or to understand better the pattern of yes. the person. Yes, yes. So it's always very interesting for me and for the client. Also <laughs> quite funny because normally we don't show our feet to no, strangers. To <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why because we are standing on the feet and we carry ourselves differently and it leaves some kind of imprint there. Yes. And that helps you to like mapping out a bit what yes. is very interesting. It is. <laughs> What brought you into the body work as a professor? Because you've done this for years now. Yes. How long has it been? I started my studies 18 years ago. 18 years ago. Okay. (laughs) You've seen so many feats and... Yes. 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 So um, before studying this body work approach, uh, I did... uh, a master in psychology yeah and actually the first year we had the chance to to have a seminar about uh, other approach in psychology and one was the body work from uh, the bioenergy from uh, Lowen Alexander Lowen and for me was opening a door I find it extremely interesting to to connect uh, our Emotion or our way of thinking with what was happening to the body for me was extremely clear that this was very real and very important. Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, the rest of my studies were very much about how we think or the structure of our uh, thinking or our personality. And this was interesting but not so passionate. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, during my time in, in Lausanne, when I was studying, I, I met this Greenberg method. Mm. This is the methodology I'm working with now. And was really, really, um, for me, very similar to how Alexander Lowen was working or he started to work with the bioenergy. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, this is <laughs> my 
path. <laughs> Let's jump on it. I, I try to really to incorporate in my life, yes. in my profession, yes. and I find the methodology very convincing, so I'm yeah. keeping to work with that. I can testify. <laughs> it helped, really, <laughs> to the degree that when Michelle told me, I think you're ready without my help. Really, Michelle? Are you sure? <laughs> you know, because after going through a burnout, I think parts of your confidence about yourself in taking care of yourself also burned with it, right? And uh, that's that was the first time ever in my life that I realized it's time to get help. I didn't want to get help because I thought I could take care of myself. Obviously, I could not. And um, so that was really helpful. I was working with Michelle for about a year. Yeah, it was really fantastic. I I didn't know why it was the feat, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the idea of a learning approach is then the client learns something yes. and then he goes and experiment or, or do something else and then he continues his own or her own grow. Yes. I took a number of things from our time together. Number one, I always and still do till today, 10 years on, when I face a situation or a news that is either exciting or sad or emotionally provoking, I hear myself's words saying, <laughs> breathe. And then I say, breathe to myself and I breathe. <laughs> that was really good habit that I developed over the one year working with Michelle. And the second thing is, I always remember Michelle saying to me, when it feels uncomfortable, that's the clue that you should do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think um, while we were working on the body, there was a lot of emotional and belief, limiting belief that at the time I was uh, dealing with. And um, I remember you said, when it feels uncomfortable, that's the clue that it's time to do it. And then breathe. So that was the two things. And that was very helpful. I think then it's important to, to mention that this was really connecting with who you are and what was your past is not yes. valid for everybody. Yes, it's really depending on the situation of the person. But yeah, sometimes it happened and some people are always uh, uh, holding back. Mm -hmm. And then because we hold back, we don't have the experience of going through certain things. And because we don't have the experience, we always hold back. Yes. So sometimes it's good to break this pattern and, <laughs> and do it and see that nothing bad happen. And actually sometimes magic happens. Yes. In your case, yes. it was a lot of magic. <laughs> a lot of magic <laughs> happened. That's true. I amended a lot of wounds in relations to my mother during that period. And it was really beautiful because we then shifted our relationship significantly and I must admit, I did not lose my marbles <laughs> that easily anymore when we when she touched my button. So that was really a huge gift. I loved my mother. I still do. And I was really getting tired of the explosive relationship we had then. So that was really amazing. That was also the gift of the burnout, that mm -hmm. I healed a lot of relationships that really matter the most to me. Yeah. So, breathing. I took it for granted. Yes. Simply because I was still alive. Yes. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, when you asked this question, it was really interesting question. <laughs> and uh, and that then I started to observe myself and I realized I do breathe more shallow in certain situations since you made it aware, like since you helped me to be aware of it. 
first of all, what does good breathing looks like and feels like? And what is it that made us become unaware of it or somewhat maybe disconnected from this concept? The first thing is there is no a good uh, breathing. I mean, if you are running behind your tram, you will, of course, <laughs> breathing fast and shallow, and this is completely normal. Yeah. I, I would say then the idea is really to break patterns. So mm-hmm. normally everybody has patterns in breathing as well because we collect it in the body mm-hmm. and breathing is one function of the body. So the, the idea is to make sure then we are not holding ourselves in the same breathing pattern. Then now the question is why this is important is because breathing is really a great bridge inside our our body. Mm-hmm. So if you normally breathe in a certain way, just by changing and breathing more deep or more on your belly or more on your chest, depending what is not so usual, but you will feel more of yourself. Mm-hmm. And in this sense, it's very <laughs> practical <laughs> about feeling or be more aware of uh, what is inside your body. Another aspect then is also connecting with why we are disconnected is then when we are thinking or we are very much in our head, let's say like this, mm-hmm. is like all our attention go up in our thinking, in our thought, in what is is happening, what we have to do, what the other people are doing, so what is outside of us. And then we forget a bit the the rest of us. And breathing is really a a way to come back Mm. inside us. Mm. Because actually, what is around us, normally we cannot control it. Yeah. I mean, some people can, but it's a lot of effort, and actually you are not, uh, the results are not grounded. But ourselves, we can have a certain control in the sense, okay, what I'm feeling now, how I can breathe now, this, we we can do it, Mm -hmm. because it's about us. So, the, the, the two the two things goes together to be disconnected and very be, be very much in the head uh, require us to feel less of ourselves mm-hmm. and then the other part is when i want to be more in my body feel what i'm feeling uh, how i'm tense what are my emotions what is my state in this moment i need my breath to go back inside me mm-hmm. Then another aspect why we are disconnected is because uh, we are in a very, let's say, stressful society mm-hmm. and and we copy a bit what other people yeah. are doing. Yeah. And then when we are in places where everybody's a bit stressed, everybody doesn't take care of breathing deep, we tune a bit on that. Mm-hmm. This is, I see it for myself, I see it for my clients, and uh, this is also the biggest challenge. This is why you can apply meditation in your morning routine and then you go to the office and in two seconds everything <laughs> is destroyed. Yeah. It's because it's really a challenge to keep it inside yourself. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to make, yeah, to be aware that then sometimes I'm out of balance mm-hmm. and then I can rebalance myself out of balance again mm-hmm. and rebalance myself. And again, the breath is a really practical tool. Yeah. Because you can do it uh, 
Every every time, anytime, anywhere, anywhere, as long in as you're your, with you in your meeting, <laughs> in the tram. That's true. And then it's true. Then it requires a bit of practice. Yeah, this is a bit funny. Ah, I need practice for breathing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but actually the idea would be yes. You don't need practice for breathing because this is the body does automatically. But you need pra- practice for uh, conscious breathing. breathing. Mm. Say okay, what I'm feeling how big I can breathe, mm-hmm. what are my emotions in this moment, mm-hmm. how much air I can take in, how much air I can give back out. And uh, this can be very short and very powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm Indonesian who lives in Zurich, so I enjoy the stress-free traffic Zurich life where you can just sit in the tram and then you get to the place where you need to go very comfortably. But when I visit Indonesia, we are sitting in a car for mm-hmm. hours, okay? And this gets to people. I understand why people get frustrated. So we do need coping mechanism in these typical situations because what you have is being in same place for a long time before you can make a move. And this is not very aligned with the way we think. This days is is the polarity of that. It's the opposite of how we are programmed. We programmed yes. to move really fast. This is why it's very particularly very frustrating. Yes, yeah. it's true. Then all all situation where we have to sit a lot mm. or, or stand in a in a static position or all all situation they are not very friendly <laughs> towards the body because we cannot move. We have a bit to hold ourselves. That's true. I mean, and then you you can compare between two realities because you mm-hmm. go back to Indonesia. But I mean, Swiss people driving mm-hmm. only in Swi- in Switzerland, they are super stressed. Yes, true. <laughs> Some true. of them. <laughs> yes. And then you really realize then your need also mm-hmm. in the quiet and beautiful Zurich to be relaxed. <laughs> because yes, we, we get angry easily. This is a very funny situation being a car. Yeah. We we are really <laughs> transforming ourselves <laughs> yes. in kind of monsters. Monsters, exactly. <laughs> that would be the word. That it was bringing up the monster side of you. <laughs> but I think then is yeah, because we are sitting yeah. and we want with our head to go fast. This is why we have a car and yes. other people are on the way. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> and you don't trust them. Yes. They know what they're doing. So yes. And they drive so bad. <laughs> But this is, I think, is also a good example. Mm-hmm. Then you notice how much uh, is in the mind. Yeah. And then how little is in the body or how much attention we have in our thinking. Yeah. And then how little attention is in our body. And then you end up being behind your uh, wheel being super tense and super angry. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But it's absolutely not necessary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> learn a lot from you about that I become much more aware of how my body react and first and and most importantly before I was judging it yeah yeah I judge a lot it's almost like I'm this military general telling my body you know (laughs) to do exactly what I said and don't feel any different and through our work together I learned to accept what comes out and, of course, breathe through it 
And not only that, I think you did also teach me how to ask what it is saying and be okay with that. So would you share a little bit more about this? Yeah, if, if we go back to this example with the car, what I think is a, is a good one. I mean, if you, if you notice, then you are driving your car, if you have a car, and then you get, you recognize, then you get in this state of being angry and people are on the way and they are incompetent and you are so a great driver. If you realize it, it's not about saying, ah, this is bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> because if this is how it is, there are some reason. But when you realize it, then you can take a bit of distance with this. Mm-hmm. First, you can laugh. Yes, because in this in this case is, I mean, it's really a funny situation, by the way. <laughs> and uh, and then it's open, um, growing space. Mm. Yeah. For example, it can be so why you are getting angry when you cannot move freely, or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what experience you have. I can say I, I have I, I I learn being a car with my mother. My mother used to be very very angry when she was uh, driving, and then I recognized, then I becoming like her. Oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> Never like my mother. And then you end up being yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and the question is not is right or is wrong. It's just to recognize it and, yeah. and observe it and say, oh, how funny it is. Now I can go back to my mother and we laugh so much because she always said, you are like me. And I always reply, absolutely not. <laughs> and then uh, some 40 years later, you sit down yeah. <laughs> and you have a good laugh saying, it's true. <laughs> so this is one aspect is just to recognize how it is. And then yeah, you can start to, to work on it. I mean, we are in a society, we, we have a, a certain number of, um, let's say, emotional, emotional experiences that we judge like negative uh, anger, uh, um, being impassioned, being uh, not kind. There are many, many, many things that, of course, make sense. We are in a society. We need to control those uh, negative between breaks mm-hmm. uh, emotions. But then we, we end up trying not to feel them instead of use them as an information mm-hmm. exactly and this yeah. is really a, um it's like a, a shortcut than our brain or our systems uh, mm-hmm. do and they are again not really practical because let's say if you realize and when you are in the car i keep the same example yes, yes. you are always so angry but maybe you can say you know what i stopped driving a car Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an option because we are in Switzerland or in Zurich. It is really a, a real is option. It, yeah, it is a real option. And then you can say, okay, but I will not give up my car because I love my car. And then maybe I will learn to be more relaxed. It's mm-hmm. also an option. Mm-hmm. And then it is, uh, is opening a space where you are not a victim of what is happening yeah. inside or outside you, but you become more uh, um, able to to work with what you feel and with the situation outside. I would say the process to get to be, again, friendly with what we feel mm. is really 
it requires a bit of uh, experience, a bit of training yeah. in my yeah. in my experience, mm-hmm. because we are all a bit influenced by our education, yes. by our cultures. There are some common points. And then, yes, let's say then you notice then often you are angry against people. Yeah. So the idea is not now you go and shout at them. Yes, yes. But is to realize, okay, this is what I feel. And maybe the question is, why are you angry? Mm-hmm. And then it's possible that sometimes there are good reasons. Mm-hmm. And then is required action. Yeah. The terminology of positive emotion, negative emotions, it has a judgment. Yeah. So I learned through this this experience, actually all emotions are serving a purpose. It has information to give you. Actually, it gives you a very clear clue what is needed and what is good for you and not good for you. So you can do something differently. But... We indeed grew up thinking that we should only fill our lives with only positive emotions and either lock down the negative emotions or deleted or not even paying attention to it, which is I, I think is really counterproductive to our well-being because I knew that. <laughs> This was the reason of the burnout. It's, there's a borderline between denial and And th- believing you're doing a good thing by not attending or allowing the negative emotions to rise. And this is such a profound lesson. I don't believe I can learn it without experiencing it myself. <laughs> so I can speak about it a bit e- better about it. So this is exactly what you're saying. I think you're saying is all emotions are emotions. They have informations. Where we need to create a discipline, first of all, an awareness that everything is serving a purpose and this, and habit to speak to it. And for habit, you need discipline. Yeah. And I think you're touching a very important point then because we were talking about the negative yeah. emotions. Yeah. And then people can say, yeah, but I don't want to focus on them. But the, the, the question is then our, let's say, A physical mechanism not to feel feel some emotions mm. work on all emotions because for the body is the same I'm angry I'm happy is something producing inside me uh, with connection with hormone and and uh, immune system uh, immune system yeah. and uh, energy and emotion it, for the body is not really a difference happy or angry it's just yes. a kind of information. So when I'm very good in suppressing some kind of emotion, it means that I'm suppressing all mm. kind yeah. of emotions. And the idea also for having more energy and more mm. pleasure in life, actually, is really necessary to to agree that we have emotion. And then very often, this is what I experience with my clients, when someone is getting better and be friendly with anger or sadness of Uh, being tired or those all those things that we connecting with being weak or being out of control or being too emotional and so on and so on I mean often I think always is connecting with becoming also more joyful mm-hmm. more passionate mm-hmm. more happy mm-hmm. more relaxed yeah definitely I completely agree with that because when I was uh, in the situation, That led me to burnout. There were instances where 
I face difficult situation where a lot of people didn't want to move ahead in the discussion. So I feel blocked, for example. Or I felt also like, why, why, why are we going around in circle? Yeah, this is very often happen in not only in meetings, but also in relationship. Why are we going around in a circle and we going nowhere? Going nowhere for me was a big trigger. <laughs> so <laughs> why are we still here? And um, what I didn't do, and I would like to gain your tips on this, well, a lot of the listeners, when we're stuck in a situation, what I did not do is to take a breath or to have a pause, right, from the meeting, let's go for a walk for five minutes or something. I did not do that, nor did I process the frustration that I took with me home. Okay. When I left the office, I still had this. Yeah. So I was keeping this <laughs> for the whole year. Okay. Adding every day, regularly adding on to this until it blew up, basically. <laughs> And this is a situation particularly happening because, and it happens all the time, in some instances it is more obvious than others, where we feel really out of control, like we cannot control anything, right? But at the same time, we're not also not controlling ourselves, really, actually. <laughs> so would you say something about that? Maybe some tips of what to do? Yes, I, I think this is a very good good situation. And I could imagine someone coming exactly with this yes. kind of situation. And then... To, to connect with what we were saying yeah. before, uh, it would be then working with breathing and releasing tension. The first step would be, yes, feel the frustration. Mm. Then you are not able to move the situation like you want or maybe people around you are resisting. And then those emotions are probably connecting with other emotions we, we collected in the past, what is a bit strange because maybe it's, very it's just a professional situation. And then suddenly you, you start to feel very deep emotion. Mm -hmm. But for the, again, for the body, situations are situation. Mm -hmm. There is no professional, private, yeah. old or new. What is still stuck in the body is there. So it's still uh, in a certain way present now. So the first step would be, as you said, okay, I'm frustrated. Yeah. Maybe other stuff coming out and then by giving space to this uh, sensation really with breathing and relaxing it means then the body has much more space for holding at the beginning often is like a bit overwhelming mm -hmm. because it's exactly the thing you put a lot of effort not to feel mm -hmm. and now suddenly you are feeling but then after the first uh, wave is normally much better because there is a sense of release yeah yeah and then uh, the body can start to process mm -hmm. the the information mm -hmm. so then many, many options are open. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people get much more creative. That's true. Ah, it's true. Now I see. Actually, it's one person is resisting. I will talk with her mm -hmm. or with him and so on and so on and so on. Or maybe you, you say your experience then actually is, has always been like that and you are not you are just realizing now and hey, maybe it's just time to quit mm -hmm. and change. Mm -hmm. Just an example. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you realize I'm a bit too hard with my team. Mm -hmm. 
or I'm too soft with my team. Mm-hmm. And then they don't have guidance or I'm guiding so much that they cannot express uh, themselves and they're just resisting, for example. So there are many, many options that start to be open. And normally one situation is just doesn't just have one color. Mm-hmm. Many, many other aspects are involved. And then it's also interesting to play with this. Mm-hmm. Even if professional is very important, I find it also interesting Then you can go again and again, for example, in, in the same kind of meeting and try something new. Mm-hmm. So trying something new can also be, okay, I will be more relaxed and try to breathe. Mm-hmm. And then maybe it's possible, maybe not. Mm-hmm. It's depending again of the situation. Or I will try this time to say something that normally I never say. Yeah. For example, hey guys, we are getting again in this stuck moment. What about taking a break mm-hmm. or doing an exercise all together? We stand yes. up, yeah. we move our shoulders, we laugh, ha ha ha. And then the energy in the room will change and maybe we can move on. Very true. I, if I look back into those uh, time when when it was the year of you know, very tense and a lot of pressure, what I could have done differently when I was leading or suggested actually if I wasn't even leading the meeting is to break exercise where you either shake your body. I didn't know when shaking your body, you do some reset within, <laughs> okay? Or deep breathing um, at some point. What I remember we did was take five minutes break, get some coffee, and then we're still talking about the same thing. Yes. So that was not allowing space to something, to, yeah, to something else. That's exactly what, if I look, when I look back now, it's just very clear what we didn't do properly. Yes. And uh, what you just did now makes sense. I think the whole day, <laughs> if you're stuck in traffic for like <laughs> four hours because you need to go to three meetings, for example, or if you're attending a meeting, like in my case, multiple meetings in a day it could be like four to five meetings in a day where you really need to sit down, think and stuff like that. You go off balance, you come back. You, it's, it's about, it's mastering bringing you back into the center, isn't it? It's, I mean, meditation is great, as you said, like 10 minutes, 20 minutes. But then when a lot of things are chaotic, you're reacting. It's, it's really hard not to react, but then you actually have tools to come back, as you said. Yeah, and it's true. I mean, I'm very aware then to, to, to be in a meeting and say to people, like, yeah. stand up and do an exercise. I mean, I am very aware that it's not possible <laughs> in all contexts because there is a lot of resistance against this. What I'm also suggesting people, because we, we really need to take care of ourselves. I mean, if you cannot influence the situation, mm-hmm. make sure that you try to influence your own situation. Mm, that's it, yeah. And then I will really suggest constantly take breaks, go mm-hmm. to the toilet. In the toilet, you can do something, even if the, the wall are very cl- uh, very close. You can breathe this, you can do it. If you are not talking, you can be a bit more passive, mm-hmm. listen, concentrate on your breath. And is is a bit a challenge because our concentration or our attention tend to go in the head and what is happening around, but it's possible. I, I also observe people doing that and having a lot of uh, benefits mm-hmm. by just taking a step back and and do something with the body then allow them, as you say before, to realign, okay, yeah. now I'm here, 
the situation is maybe not great, but I will continue. Mm-hmm. And it's true if you have a meeting after another, mm-hmm. to do something with the body, it also helps to digest the all information then, then, then you get in all those meetings. Yes, that's true. And to refocus, okay, next, the next, what I need to do. Yeah. Again, I breathe, I create space, yeah. I release my tension of be- because of the sitting position. I can do a little exercise, nothing, uh, major. Yeah. Yeah, nothing major, discreet. And I mean, people can watch, but sometimes it's really, is more in our mind than we think that people will judge us doing a movement with the arms yeah. or, or bending down to stretch our colon. Yeah. And then, I mean, maybe they judge the first time, but the second time people are already distracted from something else. So. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. But to remind ourselves that we have a body yeah. and we can do something <laughs> with this body yeah. except sit in all the different chairs is really requiring attention. Yeah. And and this the importance of breathing is also this is to take our attention back in the body. The body. Yeah. You know, as we are speaking about this, I remember one of the impact of experience severe disconnections with myself was I felt isolated in a way okay because I could not feel my emotions I didn't understand my body and even worse I think at some point I felt like my body was against me which is also a bit crazy thinking now in hindsight but that was how I felt because I was coming at it from the perspective of a military general telling the body <laughs> to work the way I wanted and it stri- struck on I mean it did it striked and it's like stop that and it didn't follow anymore what I wanted but I did have a, a period of not long but I did was thinking like wow my body was against me and that made me felt isolated yes yeah and what I, and this is not helping when you feel isolated so when when i'm listening to you now michelle when focusing on the breathing regularly it stops you from disconnecting from your body and it allows you to be in regular contact with the body and it is over time helping you to experience not to know but to experience that your yes. body is your best friend, in fact. Yes. We, we often in, in our society, we make this I mean, dual <laughs> <laughs> perception, like we have a head and, and a body. body. I mean, I'm also talking in this way, <laughs> but actually the two are supposed to work together. <laughs> so when we have a lot of uh, idea about what it should be, how we should feel, and, and then... My body is against me. Mm. People are against me. Yeah. My work yeah. is against me. Then it, it, this is normally a good sign. Then okay, guys, <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> reset, <laughs> reset, reset, <laughs> sit down. What's the problem? So when we perceive our bodies against us because of it doesn't do what we want or because we have pain, mm-hmm. uh, we look at this really like the attempt of the body to to call for our attention and say, hey, we have a problem, we need to stop. Pains are very often this kind of signal. I mean, we, we, we don't like to have pain for good reason, yeah. but some pains are really uh, important because they 
oblige us to stop. Mm-hmm. And then people want to get rid of the pain, what is normal, yes. because it's really not fun to have pain or chronic pain. But sometimes is uh, the, the, the or, or origin of the pain is actually the main uh, and the most important uh, question, yeah. why the pain is there. And then it's much inter- more interesting to work on the reason and then just focus on get rid of the pain. Mm-hmm. Because it can come back again if... Yeah, if the there. unbalance stay yeah. there, then it can come back. It can be worse. Yes. And then actually, I mean, he's saying that something is not balanced mm-hmm. in the life. And I mean, it is quite, mm, let's say, <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> it can be really scary because yes, you have the it. kind of yes. uh, perfect life and then something is not, doesn't feel right right mm. and then i mean this is the the one of the most uh, frightening moments because it's like okay i have a perfect uh, husband i have a perfect uh, job and then you stop and you start to realize that actually it's not so perfect what is normal i mean yeah. we are human yeah, exactly, are not exactly exactly <laughs> and then maybe it's not really what you want and then mm-hmm. you require to change mm-hmm. it can be very very scary mm-hmm. but if it's necessary for being more aligned with the, the the person you are or the impulse you are, then we need to to go through this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but yes, this sensation then <laughs> the bodies again yes. <laughs> is uh, I, I I am familiar with yeah. this through my clients. Yes, you can always say I mean without body we don't exist. Yes. Yes. This is intellectually the I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I this is also fascinating, right? Like I knew that. I knew there is a body. How, you know, because I was there as a body. But only after the burnout when I stop and start to be awake, really, mm. to understand myself that I go, "Oh my god, how how could that be? It was just a habit. This is the thing. It's an automatic habit. It's a taken for granted existence somehow. This was why the question of are you breathing or when you say breathe, I was always in the beginning, now not anymore, but in the beginning I was mm-hmm. like, oh, why is she saying that? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> so conscious breathing this is basically what it is. is is super important, and it's not just to get the oxygen to come in. Actually, is helping us to live and come back to the body. Yes, I was living in my head for many years. That's yes. where I lived. That was my address <laughs> in my head. <laughs> And, and again, I mean, in the same time, it's not true because your no, body was right. anyway present. Yes. And, he, and then for many, many years, he was really <laughs> doing his job. Yes. And then, uh, and this is also very true. It's not that one, uh, one thing is wrong and yeah. the other is right. I mm. mean, you, you can work a lot and be completely happy about that. The problem is always then physical uh, <laughs> beings... <laughs> And this is a bit connecting with the stress uh, mm-hmm. uh, reaction. You, you already talked with, with Dana about yeah. this. I mean, stress is not the problem itself. Mm-hmm. We stress, energy, uh, work a lot, uh, mm-hmm. but then we need rest. Yeah. 
and the problem with the our brain and then the, in the head you can work forever that's true but it was also you yes. the, the fact that you were describing then you were thinking about everything else but yeah. neglecting you eating yes. you you doing Sleeping, something yeah. with the, your body yeah. you recovering and so on and so on and uh, and this is always the the balance then is not so easy to mm-hmm. to find but yes a certain moment we need to go back and say hey guys mm-hmm. how do i feel it is okay do i have enough rest do i have enough movement do i drink i'm drinking enough water i'm eating enough veggies mm-hmm. and so on and so on mm-hmm. and then this requires us to stop yeah yeah from the mental, mental. activity yes and go in and go in into the body and the way to get in is through the breathing yes yeah what tips if you have one last tips multiple or single tips for our listeners yes i would suggest to to practice yeah <laughs> and then um, I mean, if you are if you are already doing meditation or or, or yoga, there are several uh, techniques or, or approach. Then focus on breathing, also the mindful uh, approach. Then I think you have enough tools. Mm-hmm. I will recommend for people then practice meditation to make sure then the breathing mm-hmm. is also involved, not just to calm down the the, the, mind. the mind, but then you stay. Then the body is also nourished by the silence and the quietness. And then one very simple uh, practice is the one to breathe in counting until four and breathe out counting until four. And then this is quite simple, but you will first focus the mind in the counting. Mm-hmm. And then you will uh, create this kind of uh, bridge inside, inside your body, calm down the mind. Take a moment, breathe more, feel more. Mm-hmm. So this is a practice that is very easy to do everywhere. So you breathe in, counting until four, breathe out, counting until four. And the other recommendation is to be curious about what you feel in the more, let's say, curious way. Mm-hmm. Then you then you then you can. F- Yeah, acknowledge your feelings, even if they are not uh, elegant or <laughs> friendly or if they are not uh, connecting with your expectation and just be kind to them. Yes, yes. <laughs> like a, a, a noisy kid or an unpleasant friend. Mm-hmm. And just to give them a bit of, a bit more space. And I think this is very important to get more used with the what we call at the beginning the negative feelings mm. and not to fight against them because then we are fighting against us. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not very practical for being uh, relaxed, happy and satisfied in our life. Mm-hmm. And this is, you can do multiple times per day. Multiple <laughs> times per day. <laughs> make many many little uh, yes. mini breaks with this yes. technique exactly and this really helps to yes. make the most of the day definitely you are based in Zurich and your work is really cannot be done virtually right it's physical yes okay <laughs> so how can people in Switzerland or in Zurich find you 
So my my praxis is in Schaffhauser Platz, mm-hmm. and uh, you can find me on the internet through my website bodylearning.ch. And in my website, you have a bit more information. I'm working with in an individual session, mm-hmm. and I'm also offering some little classes in Thursday, some Thursday mornings, mm-hmm. uh, connecting with breathing or connecting with uh, concentration. Perfect. So, so people can get the, the schedule there as well? Yes, okay. absolutely. And the idea is to practice mm-hmm. being more aware yeah. of the body. Do you also do some kind of workshops for groups or corporates uh, if they want to do yes. to know more about this yes yeah. uh, again there are some information in, on my website and the the, te- the topic are breathing of course breathing is a bit everywhere <laughs> as you <laughs> have noticed and silence and being more aware of the body as a way to to deal better with stress mm-hmm. i would love to have more companies having you come in and teach them some practical tips. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> really. If I had known that back in the days, I would be able to manage uh, way better. Way I think better. then we can do many, many simple things that can change yeah, our days. Definitely. I would be very happy to have yeah. this kind of clients yes. as well. Yes. So everybody, if you need support to create better connections with your body, if you know of people who needs that, and if you know of teams in your organizations that would benefit from this discussion in depth of course sure. please visit www.bodylearning.ch and get in touch with michelle let me tell you if i had known michelle before the burnout i wouldn't <laughs> suffer so much <laughs> back then but okay knowing me i need to experience something to understand something <laughs> so i don't regret this but i think a lot of people's life would be positively impacted if they had known what i know now yes i also think then back in the days yeah, yeah. we can really learn to be more physical again and, and through that uh, really a better life and they will be really happy to Give more information yes. or give some uh, uh, explanation of how this can be done. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so Stati. much. Thank Michelle. you very much. You're welcome. So, guys, this is it for today. Breathe. I was breathing just now. I wish you a great continuation of your day and see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Bye.